coming to you guys today. No makeup, no frills, just you, me, and the mic. Because we need to talk about like YouTube and how there is just not one way for us to do this beast that we love. Welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast. This podcast is hosted by me, Desiree Martins. Every week, I'm going to be showing up in your earbuds to inspire you on your YouTube journey with killer interviews with women YouTube creators, deep dives into the inner workings of how YouTube works, and discussing all the things about YouTube culture and the impact it is having on our world. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with vidIQ, where they help you maximize your videos to YouTube reach by studying titles, description, tags, and playlists relevant to your subject matter, while also studying your competitors to help you know exactly what you should be doing for your YouTube growth. So if you're a female creator looking to grow your channel, level up your content, and learn from the best women creators on the platform to get you on your way to YouTube success and future-proofing your income, this is the perfect place for you. Let's do this. What's up, ladies? Welcome to the episode of the Women in Video Podcast. I'm so excited to be up in your earballs today. We're good. And I'm sorry this episode is coming a little late today, this week. I've been sick. And so, like, it was like a throat sick. Like, there quite literally could be nothing worse than having, like, my job where, like, you're on video and you're doing podcasts and stuff. And, like, your voice is not working. And so, it's just been, it's been a recovery. I took yesterday off and just, like, did nothing. Was a vegetable. It was Valentine's Day, too, which was nice. So, it was, like... I got this like extra layer of pampering for it. We watched like Princess Bride and I did lots of tea. It was a whole vibe, right? So, but this has been on my mind for a minute and I want to give a little bit of context and talk about like this journey. So if you've been on this journey with me for a minute, you know that I have been trying to figure out how to fix my YouTube channel. So in July of 2001, 2001, I thought it was 2001, I deleted like my top five highest performing videos on my channel because I was under the impression that they were not serving my, 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 who I wanted to talk to. And so it was the advice I gotten from a, a trusted tourist. Like I believed him it was all of the things. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I feel like at that was the moment I like stopped trusting my instincts and what I needed to do as a business owner. I was trying to like follow what it is that YouTubers do to have success. Now the rule of YouTube is that you have to pick a niche and you have to double down on it hard to have success in, in, in be known for something very specific. And traditionally it was also like, you can't have multiple interests. You can't vlog. You can't like expand out of your reach. What do you hit like a hundred thousand subscribers? That's when you're allowed to experiment and change and do other things. Like there's a lot of those things that have happened and they've been true and not true over the course of the past few years. So like when I'm recording this, it is February 15th, 2024. And I honestly think that where we sit in the YouTube space is like all of that is bullshit. Okay. So now let me give you context as like to why this is like where I am. So last year, 2023 I, on top of having like the one of the worst years of my life like it was a bad year uh, a lot of personal problems a lot of like issues that had happened uh, i've kind of talked to them a little bit about like my husband was suicide and dealing with that issue like he's alive but like it was like preventing uh, a mental collapse of my own the loss of my pet like the issues with my family with like my my son was diagnosed with autism my daughter has been recently i diagnosed adhd and odd it just been like with my problems with my mother-in-law like there's all of these things and it made last year really hard like very emotionally hard for me like i just collapsed 
And one of the things that happened last year, there, and there's two things I'm going to dive into. One is my email list and two is my YouTube channel. So I started working with a coach on my YouTube channel, I want to say like late spring of last year. And I was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to turn it around. We're going to revive this channel because it was just going down. I'm like, why isn't this working? What is going on? And, and what it was that I was doing is I wasn't doing the things that my channel was built to do, which was solve social media problems for people. Lots of tutorials, right? And, and solving those high-end problems that people were having. And sometimes the problems people were having were simple, like how to make a Facebook page. Or how do I do this simple thing? Like, how do I go live horizontally? Or how do I create an Instagram page? Or how do I create a story? Like those like very simple things that we as creators are like, how is that not common sense? But like, there's a lot of people at the high end that don't get it. Some of my top performing videos are like, how to like change the font on Facebook or how to get in touch with somebody on Facebook or how to find your old posts on Facebook or like, how to go live or sorry, uh, how to like, use TikTok from your desktop. Um, there's all these like things that like that I would, I was positioned as an expert in from my YouTube channel. And so within that, within like that whole world of what I was doing, I was like, I'm so sick of being, I don't want to be the how to girl. I don't want to be the person that does, that's not how I want to be known. And I went through all of these like ebbs and valleys. I had changed my YouTube channel from Mrs. Desiree Rose to all on social media in like September, 2021. I changed it back at that time because I was like, oh, the personal touch isn't being there. Like you are the brand. You've got to make this channel yours. Da, 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 da. And so I was like, how am I going to fix my channel? Like all these like crazy videos are like how YouTube changed my life and my channel's dying. Here's, how I'm going to fix it. And like taking myself out of my studio and vlogging the style, kind of doing things and, and taking people with me on walks and just doing more interactive, engaging kind of content. And I enjoyed creating that content. It was very nice, like creative, like, like search, which I really enjoyed, but it wasn't being well received. And so I was like, why is this? Like, I did this for six months. And I was like, there was, it just continued to like down, like it was not good. And so I was like, fuck. Okay. So what do I do next? Okay. So then, um, I, I, I went to a bid summit and I, and I was talking to a lot of people still having this issue. Some other people I knew were having the same issue with their YouTube channel. Like, I don't know what's going on. It's just low. Like the overall consensus thing that happened last year is that like shorts messed up YouTube and YouTube ad sets were really bad because it became really competitive. Like YouTube was putting so much effort into shorts and the ads were getting bad, even though also people were having really high views, like more views than they'd ever had before their ad sense were down by like 50, 60%. And it's because advertising was being cut. And so there's just a lot of that kind of stuff that's been happening. All that being said though, the overall feeling that everyone goes like, I don't know what to do with my channel. I don't know what to do next. I don't know how to like fix it, where to grow all that stuff. And then, so I decided to sit down with like the YouTube guy. Like he's the guy that worked at YouTube, did all the stuff to like make it so that people like, this is how, this is how, like he was the liaison for YouTube and, and creators. And he sat down with my channel. Y'all, when I say this, I am not joking. He says he's never seen a channel like mine before. And I was like, that is so weird to me. And he says, the data for your channel is saying three different things, which is not something I, he's used to. And it was that how people find my channel, like the content that they find me for is so different. So it was like people come to me, like people continue to come back to me for Facebook content. They find me from Instagram content. And then it was like, 
And there was a third thing that I, I don't remember. I have it in my notes somewhere that like brought it. It's like three different things that would bring people to my YouTube channel. And he's like, this isn't a thing. Like, I don't like, he almost was like, let's dig into this and see if this helps and like do this. But he's like, I don't know how to help you. Like, he's like, my, my instincts say to do this, but I don't know what to do. And so I did that. It didn't work. And I was like, okay, all that coaching, all of that stuff led me to one very, very specific conclusion. Look, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but did you know that YouTube is the world's second biggest search engine? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but that's why every creator truly needs to be using vidIQ to grow their YouTube channel. vidIQ's tech helps you tailor your video ideas to match what people are searching for right now on YouTube. And once you're ready to upload, well, it starts optimizing and getting you all the details that you need to make sure your videos are getting noticed. If you really want to dive in more and get started for free, please head over to the womenofyoutube.com forward slash vidIQ to get started on this YouTube channel changing tool that is going to make things so much easier for you. All right, let's get back. So the conclusion that I came to from this is that my channel, like that I have built, I need to get back to the roots of what it is. My YouTube channel is not for me to be Desiree Martinez, like the brand, the name, the holy grail of stuff. This has never been a channel. This channel has never been a channel to build a personal brand from. This channel has always existed. My channel has always existed to get leads to my business. And I just so happened to use my name to do it because at the time, that's what you we were supposed to do is use our names. And went through a period you didn't have to. And then now we're back to like use your names and stuff. And it's like, we're not there anymore. <laughs> and so I am, I can't like, look, like when I look at the channels I wanted to be like, it was less like, I want like, I like how they're doing business. I like how they're able to do this. Like I love what Jessica Stansbury is doing. I love what our Millie is doing. I love what Katie Steckley is doing. Those are like badass women in our space, in my space that are like, leading with online social media marketing space and they're crushing it and doing a great job. But all of them, all three of them came out with videos last year that are like, if I could do this different, if I do this again, this is how I would change it. This is what I want to do going forward. These are how I'm going to adjust. Jessica completely like left her channel and was like converting it over to other people and letting them create content for her channel. And she rebranded it. And then she had to come back and she's like, yeah, that was a bad idea. I shouldn't have done that. What actually happened is I was burnt out. Right. And so it was just all this stuff. <laughs> and so, um, and, and Melly is like, she's stepping away from doing this kind of content and she's going to be more fun and, and creative and things like that. And it's just so interesting to me that like all of them have gone through that as well. My YouTube channel is designed to solve problems for people around social media. I need to get back to that. The, po the point of my channel is to be a business, not to be an individual. Like I have a whole plan for launching a personal YouTube channel. And this personal YouTube channel is going to be all about like my, my stories of like all the crap I have been through since my, for my life. Like I have been through, I've lived, I feel that some days like 12 lives and I have a lot of experiences and things I've gone through. I have a lot of thoughts around things and feelings around things and advice around things. And I want to help women. I want to help women who are in the mom wife phase of their life, like in that 30 to 45 age range and just tell the story that this is what I've been through. You're not crazy. You are not alone. Like this. And that's what that is going to be. This YouTube channel that I have, I've already built. That's not what that YouTube channel is for. No one cares about my problems over there or how I can solve them outside of like, what's my problem with social media? How can I fix that? And so 
I'm readjusting the channels I pay attention to that I want to be like. So I am pivoting away from like the girls that are crushing it in a different way. And I'm like, okay, I need to be doing like what Primal Video is doing, what Think Media is doing, what Life Marketing is doing. I'm obsessed with those guys over there. They're awesome. And like do that stuff. And when you look at their content, they have tons and tons and tons of views on their channel because it's all search-based. It is. It's all search-based. They are not trying to get your attention from the browse feature on YouTube because the browse feature on YouTube, the home feed of YouTube is based on user behavior. If a user is trying to solve social media problems or they're looking like how to do something on YouTube, my content, their content will show up on the home feed, on the browse feed. It's not about it being sensational or, or catchy or attention grabbing. It's about this other part. Additionally, they also rely on not only the search feature, but then there's also this whole other strategy that's off of YouTube that supports their business that, and, and that drives leads and sales to them, right? It's so monumentally different. Being a YouTuber is about building an audience and a community and getting attention, having people continuously come back to watch you, right? And the prime, the, the, the objective is get views, make the best video possible. And from that like objective, advertisers will come. You will get AdSense because people are going to be watching your videos in mass and you're going to get that opportunity. You're going to have affiliates as well. Like they're the ones that dig into the big three. A business, a business is entirely different. A business exists to get leads. YouTube is a lead funnel for them. It is not the way that their entire business exists. My business exists. My, my business, all on social media, exists to do social media management for customers. And now we've even evolved. We've stepped back. We're doing bigger, like full on marketing, CMO services, marketing consulting, full management from like YouTube videos, podcasting, blogging, email marketing, all the things like we're doing full management packaging for customers. That is the point of my, my YouTube channel is leads to that. I'm in a local networking group. I'm part of my chamber. I speak at events that are like for business owners and things like that. Like I am not, I have this whole other personality. This whole other person that wants to be a YouTuber over here where I actually am, like where I actually exist is, is in this space is being a business owner where I have all these different income streams that revolve around not being on YouTube. And so I have to get back to this. I'm, I'm doing this. So like, I'm literally like, okay, that's what is three videos a week on my channel look like? Like I did back in my day. Like when I started y'all, I had 80, 80 subscribers on my YouTube channel last month. I used to get 1500. I got away from what I did. Because he got wrapped up in this idea that I did not want to be the how-to girl because I stopped for I stopped remembering the point of my YouTube channel, which is to be a business channel, not a personal brand. And I was getting all of my advice from personal brands. So if you want to build a personal brand, Go do what Nick Nemon says, what Jessica Stansbury says, what all Colin and Samir say, all the experts that the, all the YouTube education, the Daryl Eves of the world, the Mr. Beasts of the world, they're all building personal brands. I am here to build a business. I have a business. I have a staff. I have, I, I have an established name in all of my social media. I've been, in, I've been a social media marketer for 15 years. 
I got started making MySpace pages. All right, that's what I do. That's what my, my bread and butter is solving problems. What's this three videos a week look like on my channel? It's how to's. I'm getting back to how to make a Facebook page, how to do a TikTok account. Like I'm literally starting the top end, like the big stuff, how to make a Facebook, you know, of what page, how to make an Instagram account, how to do Instagram video, how to do, and I'm breaking each piece down and I'm building out everything you need to know about how to do all the things on these platforms. Am I also doing other stuff? Of course I am. I would go crazy if I wasn't. I'm kind of doing like two tutorials and one extra week. So like I've made some really great content. I'm super proud of. Like I did this really fun video about how um, podcasting is the new blogging. And I have some like deep dives into local businesses I have planned. Like I have a local bra company in my town. I'm obsessed with them. Y'all, if you have not been to like a proper bra store to get the ladies taken care of, you are missing out. And I'm not talking Victoria's Secret, Lane Bryant, Torrid, none of those. Like a, like the place in my town is called Hush. Oh, chefs guess they are magical. Like they make my boobs look so good. Uh, but they're terrible social media. So I'm going to talk about it on like a, like a retrospective. Like let's bring one down what they're doing wrong and like what they can do better and like how it could help them not just be like, you know, shooting darts into the ether, right? I'm doing those sorts of things in addition to it. Things we're getting really good over in our interview, but I want to take a minute to remind you that we now have a new home for the women in video community. You can head over to Patreon right now, and we have the link in our show notes that you can go find it there, where we're going to be able to have after show information. We're going to have chats. We're going to have information and just come together to answer questions and connect and support each other as creators. This whole creator thing can be really confusing and can be really lonely. So let's come together to support each other like the badass women that we are. Head over to patreon.com forward slash women in a video to get started now. Now, I also talked about the second thing that's going on. It's like my email list. Okay. So when I had my personal crash, like when I completely imploded, I stopped emailing my list. Literally my last email that I sent to my list was the day before my issue with my husband happened where I had to stop him from killing himself. And I just couldn't get back to it. I couldn't. I went all of August, September, October, November, December, January. I emailed my list the first time last week, like February 7th. And I was like, this is, I, I have not been here. I actually titled it. So I titled my videos like sassy, like things like TikTok trends or movie quotes or, or, or song lyrics. Um, I kind of got this idea from the skim. Um, and I just found that it, my open rates are crazy because of it. Um, and I titled it like, it's been a long time that that shouldn't have left you with that adult beat to step to. Um, I put the link like to Leah's song cause you, you know, your girl's corny. Um, and it was so funny. Someone actually responded to the email like, Oh my God, when I saw that title, I literally was seeing the song in my head. I'm so glad that you finished that. It was so perfect. But anyway, back to my emails, I emailed like, well, this has been going on. Like I had these, this really personal tank thinking that happened. It was really hard. And I went through all this stuff and I talked about it a bit in the email and then I talked about like, I also went through all this business stuff and I didn't know what I wanted to do, but like, here's what you can expect from me going forward. And I sent out the email and I got a really good, I had like 50% operate. Like my list was still there for me. Like they were like, yeah, we're here. Like we're, we were worried about you. I got so many responses from people. So many responses from people that were so like amazing and supportive. And I just felt so incredibly loved in a way that I didn't know a community could do it. Because when I tell you, like, I I never felt like I had community. And I know it sounds so dumb. 
like I'm a business account and I have this email list, but like no one, no one cares about me or the community or any of that kind of stuff. And like this just wildly proved me wrong. And I'm trying to find you this email this girl sent me. Her name is Betty and I'm obsessed with what she said to me. And I'm going to read it to you. Like, it's that good. Okay. She said, Miss Desiree Martinez, I don't know if you'll even get this email, but here it goes. I can't tell you how much you've been in addition to our career in 2020 or thereabouts. I don't remember. I was trying my best to get into videotaping our church services. I was trying to learn all I can about the things called Instagram and just try to do my best to become a social media presence in a changing world. You helped me so much. We have since blossomed and it works like clockwork. We followed your advice that you've given the 50 topics, how to edit our videos using Kapwing and many other things that you recommend keeping with a steady name, the whole nine yards. It was irreplaceable advice. I was very sad watching you follow, uh, not follow your own genius advice. That guy who told you to delete your old videos was crazy. Unfortunately you did change, but later you now, but later you owned it. And I appreciate that. And very successful person that has a story to tell. If I can't give you any kind of advice from a consumer standpoint and almost a friend, because we all want to be just like you just go back to your simple, basic videos, your how to videos, how to do Instagram, how to use complaining, how you can take those videos and make multiple shorts from one video, etc. Those simple videos that that bozo of a friend recommended you change were golden. Think about how many millions of views, they would have, you'd have by now. Social media is not going anywhere. It's far from it. People need to know how the basics, because so many of us don't know stuff, not experts fold in just Desiree teaching. Follow Desiree Martinez to grow your social media. Uh, she has fantastic advice. I cried. I cried. I never cried from an email. I responded with her telling how great it was. And she actually responded back again saying to quote a very qualified YouTube personality, one who knows her stuff makes great content and is easy to watch, understand has information for anyone or any business wanting to understand how to take action. Now uh, that says it perfectly. I have gotten away from what I was good at. I got wrapped up in the hype. I got distracted by all these other friends and YouTubers. I went into the, compar the comparison trap, all of the things. And I made a lot of mistakes and I made them all pretty openly here too. Like if you follow my journey, if you've been here for a while, you know, I've been on this, on this for a while. And I want, I, I share my failures with you because you need to know that you're not alone on your journey. You need to know that this isn't easy. It's easy. Even people like me that you might look up to or admire or whatever, even we get distracted by the shiny, shiny or the opportunities or whatever it is. Get back to what you're good at. Get back to who you are and what you are about. And if you are still figuring that out, Dig into what you want to be known for and an expert in that will support what you're trying to do, whether it's to be a YouTuber or a creator or to build a business, but figure out that fundamental thing and build what you want to do from that knowledge. Cause that's what I'm going to be doing going forward on my YouTube channel. I'm back to three videos a week. 
I've been a little off because of my sickness and I'm trying to get back into schedule. It's hard to create because I create a lot of things for other people too. Uh, but I'm trying to get back to my three videos a week. Uh, I am slowly rebranding my channel away from myself and focusing on all my social media um, because I want to get free my brand to this other YouTuber thing. But it's still going to exist in that way, in that capacity. And I'm so excited about it. But I wanted to share that story and that journey with you in case you were there too so that you can learn from my mistakes. And remember, as always, no matter what happens, no matter what you do, you are impossibly amazing. Until next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts.